Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On Reviews podcast, where if you want to review it, I'm your host, DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews on things like movie news, some TV news, and some comic book stuff as well. This is the 52nd episode of the podcast, titled Triple M Round 3. Alright, so in this podcast episode, I'm going to basically talk about The Walking Dead Season 6 finale, with spoilers, of course. Um, it's been a while since I had this podcast done. It's been roughly two weeks. I've been slacking a little bit. Sorry about that, folks. But I am back again strong. I should be able to put out one today, uh, which is Monday. Uh, Another one that's going to be put out on Wednesday. And then back to regular scheduled Saturday posting. Happened this Saturday. So it'll be three this week that's going to be posting out for a podcast. So let's get into it. So for the walk into season three. Season three, I'm season six. I'm gonna go over my likes, my dislikes, and expectations for season seven. So first and foremost, my likes with um, season six finale was the fact that Negan appears at the end of the episode. It's definitely crazy to see him. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is the boss dog. It's just, it's just crazy when he comes on the screen. You're excited. You're on edge of seat. You're you're just. Oh, it just brings so many emotions to you. Um, Jeffrey D. Morgan is probably the best casting for this um, character named Negan. Uh, when you see roles like the comedian, see other roles like that he's been in, um, Sam um, Winchester's father and all that stuff. It just all those put together. It's like he's been auditioning for this role for a lifetime. So when you see him on the screen, he's this charismatic. He's a, he's a douche. It's just, it just all rolls up to the one. It feels like they picked the perfect cast person for this comic book character. So, when things go down, things will go down. And it's definitely gruesome as, gruesome as hell. So, the first thing I liked... Well, second thing I could say that. First thing was Negan. Um, second thing I liked about this episode is the fact that it felt like... Diz being trapped and cornered at every turn. And you're able to see the enormous group of the saviors and see how badly outnumbered the Alexandra group is right now. It's just, you think, okay, boom, Rick is, Rick is full-on gangster mode in the first 15, 20 minutes of this episode. And then slowly but surely, you see his demeanor lessens and lessens. And it's like, oh... It starts to hit him, and it's like, alright, um, maybe, maybe we should try something else. And after a while, it just, it beats to a point where there's not much he could do. He's really stuck. They're all stuck. Um, when they get to certain areas, they it's like they're being, like, it's like they're cattle. And they're being corralled to a certain area. And even the fact that they made a, the last-ditch effort of, okay, have Eugene go off. And be a distraction. That didn't work whatsoever. He gets caught. The whole group gets caught. It's just, it's just a crazy crazy storm right there. It's just one of those things where... It's unfortunate. But it's for good TV. It's it's one of the things where this episode really rocked it out. The pacing was decent. Um, there are moments in time where they probably could have cut out a couple minutes of that. But I will go over that in my dislikes. But for likes... Um, the pace was decent. The pace was pretty decent for a season finale. Being 90 minutes long, 
you didn't feel the whole 90 minutes. It's probably like 15 minutes you felt, but those 15 minutes I'll discuss in a second or two. But for the most part, it felt like a great pacing order for this whole entire um, episode. You have that. You have Eugene's kind of farewell-ish. So it's like, all right, when you hear them parting ways, and then, of course, Eugene's getting the the props from Abraham, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're you're ready for this world. And I was like, okay, wow. This feels like they're going to kill Eugene right now. This is crazy. But, yeah, it's, it's one of those episodes where... You're happy. You're excited. Um, there's many things where it could have went wrong, but for the most part, it did right. It did right. Um, c- considering the fact that The Walking Dead season finales so far in the past haven't felt like season finales. It felt like, oh, uh, yeah, it feels like an okay episode, but the pre-season finale was better than the season finale itself. This one... Season finale, yeah, it really did felt like a season finale. Left on a cliffhanger, it made you want more. It just kept you on the edge of your seat for the entire runtime, which is an amazing thing to do. And it's very hard to do, especially when you're trying to cater towards the fans of the show and then the fans of the graphic novel. And they did pretty close to both of those things. It's one of those things where... You see them all in their knees, and that reminds you of the actual uh, episode, well, um, episode, not really episode, um, number 100 comic of The Walking Dead, where it's exactly the same thing. So, folks who know the comics know what could happen. We're not sure that character is the character that will bite bite the dust, but who knows? It could be either him or someone else. So it's definitely, definitely leaving your, leaving your thoughts to your own imagination. So that's that's thumbs up to me. It really is. So um, every episode has a good part and has a bad part. And unfortunately, the one thing I dislike in this whole episode was Carol's arc. <sighs> Carol's such an awesome character. It's just unfortunate how. The way she's going down this path of despair of sorts, it's it's very, very weird. At first, the last couple of episodes, I was like, alright, it might be a ploy. She might be trying to get into the eyes and, well, not really, get into the heads of the, the saviors that captured her or other folks that's in her way. But now, as I'm seeing her by herself, it's like, alright, you actually do feel this way. You're... You're really breaking down emotionally, which is a great kind of thing for a character development if you're trying to be an actor, but it's kind of sucky when you're trying to watch it. It's like, uh, now you've been such a badass these last couple of seasons. Now you're, you're waddling down and crying. It's like, uh, no, please don't do that to my character. Please don't. It's just, I wish they didn't do it to Carol and... By the time the end of the episode, I, I really wanted her to die. I was like, I, I, she could die now. I'm fine with it. It's like, they've definitely put her to the deep end. And I'm not sure how she's going to bring herself back. But by the end of the episode, I was like, you're you're wasting screen time right now. I'd rather more Negan and less Carol. And you get yourself shot twice. And it's like, okay. And you got stabbed the other time by trying to get this other walker. It's like, okay, you're just... You're just very destructive to your own personal well-being 
and whoever follows you could end up dying as well. But the one thing that does happen good with that is that they, her and Morgan, bump into these folks that's from like I believe like a the kingdom I, I think it is. It's another group. So that's another aspect that will go into season seven. So since I mentioned the kingdom group, I might as well go to my explanation for season seven. So I expect them to to find out exactly how big is that next group, the group that uh, Morgan and Carol bumped into. They, it looks like they have a decent amount of stuff. I, I'm kind of surprised they have horses. So I, I want to see what else they have in that group there. They have that group, the hilltop group, and the savior group. So the amount of human beings that are left alive on this planet is starting to increase tenfold. So I want to see exactly, are they a good group? Are they a bad group? I, I can't remember from the comics. I, I don't really watch, read the comics so well. It's that I pick and choose what I want to see. And I haven't seen much from them. But I heard that they're supposed to be um, one of the more important ones. So it'd be kind of cool to see what happens with that. Next, I want to see who dies from Negan's bashing. I'm thinking it's Glenn. Who knows? Or it could be Abraham. It'll be awesome with Abraham just because when he mentions, oh, he could take a hit. I said, okay, it, it could be Abraham because Abraham's a big, solid dude. Or it could be Glenn. Because it's a funny thing. When I was talking to my, my co-worker today at work, I laughed with him. I was like, oh, yo, dude, my boy Glenn is Batman. Think about it. He always survives from Batman's other dimensional folks, you know, zombies and all that good stuff. I'm doing quotation marks. You can't see it, but I am doing quotation marks. But um, it's funny how Glenn always survived. This whole thing with Nicholas, he survived that. The whole thing with... Nicholas again, when Nicholas shot him and then left the zombie there, it's like, oh, they, they panned out. It's like, oh, what happened? And then, oh, I'm good to go. So it's it's funny to see that Glenn is always in these situations. So I, I, I can see him getting another situation. Hopefully it's not because it'll feel kind of weird, especially because this dumpster, the dumpster scene happened a couple episodes ago. It'll be, it'll be very, very Poor form for them. What I have heard, though, is that it could be Daryl. Just because Norman Reedus has a a show coming out in the summer. Which, it could explain him going off of this show. But what they could do with that character, they could always show him less in episodes. Because he's a cool character, but you could always leave him out of certain episodes. They've proved that in, in the past. There's been a few episodes where he hasn't been in it. And it's like, oh, it's pretty cool. I don't mind him not being there. So they could leave him there and not kill him off. But I heard that Negan doesn't kill um, females or children, which doesn't really clear Carl. But I've heard from the 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 episode had it mentioned like Carl's safe. So it's on like the left side, which is um. Rosalita's side, also Michonne was on the left-hand side, and Abraham and Glenn. So it's one of those four characters, and I'm thinking it's either Glenn or Abraham. I'm, I'm hoping it's Abraham just because that'd be boss move right there. Especially because he stood up and was like, oh, I'm challenging you. So I'm like, if I'm Negan, I'm like, yeah, take off that big one just so they know I'm being very, very serious. But yeah, um... That's my thoughts on the episode itself. Let me know what you thought about it. Um, comment down below. 
and let me know if you liked it, if you didn't like it. Um, I normally don't do audio reviews for TV shows, but this one I had to do audio reviews just because this one was just crazy, crazy. I, I was on my seat the whole time. My heart was beating fast. I was like, oh, I'm having palpitations. What's happening? No, Negan's here. Someone's going to die. And just the whole last 15 minutes made my heart skip 20 beats in two minutes. It is just really crazy. But, um, yep. Yeah. Next thing I have here is uh, March Movie Madness. Let's go over that one real quick. Um, for week three, I, it feels like it's been forever. But week three had three movies come out, which was Miracles from Heaven, the Divergent series Allegiant, and Midnight Special. So, unfortunately, this week wasn't that 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 week was awesome. By default, Midnight Special wins just because I didn't. Nah, I'm not. I'm not with um, the Divergent series. I could care less for the whole thing, be honest. And then Miracles from Heaven, it feels like it's a carbon copy of um, uh, another another movie that came out. I can't remember the name of it, but it had another famous actor in it as well. And it feels like the same thing. So, week three winner is Midnight Special. So, Wednesday, I'll give the week four winner, which will most likely be Batman v Superman, um, just because that week had fewer movies in it as well. March doesn't have many movies where week for week they hit. So, it should be very interesting to see week five, which is going to happen on Saturday. Um, you'll hear that part out, and that'll be between week one and week four, I believe. I have to look back again, but I believe that's how I put it out. But yeah, it should be awesome and cool. And it should be a very interesting last half of the March movie madness. So, this is actually the end of the episode. I'm making it very, very short. Just because I'm going to have three episodes happen this week alone. So, it's going to be roughly 15 minutes for this one. Another 15 minutes for the Wednesday one. And then another, like, 20 minutes for Saturday. So, all together, you should get, like, an hour and change of me talking to you folks during this whole week. And then I'll go back to the regular schedule of every Saturday. But yeah, um, you can catch me on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On The Reviews. You can email us at bringontherreviews at gmail.com for any questions and inquiries you might have. You can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews and use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, anything, personal reviews, any suggestions as well. You can visit us on www.bringontherreviews.com for any movie reviews, trailers, any of this podcast as well. You can find me on social media at Instagram and Twitter at Dwight Antsy. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. And you can email me at dc at bringontherreviews.com. And we'll catch your viewers next time.